Today on this special edition of Locked on Ducks Hockey, the Ducks finally get healthy entering the All-Star break, and they have their first winning streak since Dia de los Muertos. Join me on today's Locked on Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Good afternoon, it's a Saturday, that's unusual. Welcome to Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast covering the OC's favorite hockey team, your Anaheim Ducks. You're locked in with Jason, J.D. Hernandez, your tour guide, food expert, dance instructor, hockey aficionado, and colorful raconteur on this journey through the Ducks 2019-2020 campaign. As usual, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or try looking manually on the Apple or Google Podcasts. And you can follow us at LO underscore Ducks on Twitter, or you can follow me personally on Twitter at StimpyJD. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already, otherwise you'll miss such fantastic shows as the one we had yesterday, which took place at Toyota Arena, which is the home of this year's American Hockey League All-Star Classic. Yeah, I'll be talking I'll be talking much more about the AHL All-Star game as compared to the NHL All-Star game because as you guys may be aware, the Anaheim Ducks have well zero All-Star representation in St. Louis this coming weekend. So forgive me if I don't really talk about the NHL All-Star game all that much in the coming week compared to the other podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. And I want to review the two Ducks games. I wanted to do this yesterday, but the Ducks game was a little bit late, and I was also working a hockey game yesterday. I don't keep this a secret. I do cover several hockey games. You know, the goals played last night, and the goals played tonight. In San- Actually, the goals are on the road. I'll be covering another hockey game tonight. So covering games and doing this, it gets pretty difficult as far as timing goes. And with there being no electricity the other night, that makes things even harder. So we'll get right into the two two Ducks games. And I think there's not much to talk about. Except, oh, wait. No, there is a lot to talk about because the Ducks have their first winning streak since November 1st. Dia de los Muertos night. Yeah, when the Ducks beat the Vancouver Canucks in, all the way back in early November, that was a two-game winning streak. Guess what? The Ducks currently have a two-game winning streak entering the All-Star break and going into the bye week. And we'll begin with the game at Smashville. I'm sorry, Nashville. That took place on Thursday, January 16th. And the Ducks did win that game 4-2. And guess who is back for the Ducks? Rejoice, Ducks fans. Because, yeah, we could talk about the return of Jakob Silverberg all we want. We can talk about, you know, other players coming back. But it's really only about one guy coming back that excited most Ducks fans. It's the hashtag. It's the Elite 1C. Derek Grant is back with the Ducks, and he came back in a big way. Yes, I'm skipping all the way to the third period. I'm going to skip past the Manson goal, the Adam Henrique goal, the Ricard Raquel goal. Those are all very nice goals. And the Ducks did do a fantastic job of getting in the high-pressure zone often and early. So I'll give them credit for that. In fact, I'll also give them credit for that fantastic power play goal in the first period, which was Getzloff really setting it up. And Adam Henrique eventually got that goal at the time it was 2-0 Anaheim. 
Anaheim was 1-for-2 on the power play. Once again, the power play is improving for the Ducks, something that had eluded them in the first five to six weeks of the season. As of late, they've gotten almost 25% power play rates in the past five weeks. That's pretty damn good. But let's go all the way to the third period, where the Ducks were already up 3-1, to and this is one of the sweetest goals in the whole season. Because Nashville was kind of trying to do too much on their power play. Yes, it was a power play for Nashville. But then Josh, but then there was a steal of the puck from the Ducks, and they were off to the races. Josh Manson would pass it ahead to Carter Rowney, who would kind of go towards the goal, towards his right side, and the puck would eventually land towards Derek Grant, who put the puck away for his first goal since being injured. Derek Grant's 10th goal of the season to make it 4-1 to one Anaheim on a shorty. Yeah, the Predators had one power play opportunity the entire game, and they completely blew it. So the Ducks not only get a power play goal, they get a shorthanded goal. Gee, that looks familiar, goals fans. <laughs> I talked about that on yesterday's podcast, where the San Diego goals lead the American Hockey League in shorthanded goals. I think that is starting to come towards Anaheim's luck now. Now the Ducks are starting to get the shorties. Uh, the Predators would eventually get a shorthanded goal of their own to make it 4-2 to two Anaheim. So a little, you know, vis-a-vis there. But, you know, it was 4-2. to two. Final score. Anaheim would get the win at Nashville. I'll admit, if they were going to win one of those games, I thought that would be the one they would win. So in my mind, I'm going, okay, so the Ducks got that one victory. Let's see how they respond the following night at the Hartford Wiz, I'm sorry, the Carolina Hurricanes, they came in on a pretty decent streak, and this was a close game. This was a fantastic game to watch late at night, where Anaheim and Carolina exchanged goals early on in the first period. Sebastian Ajo got his 24th goal of the season, but just a few minutes after that, Eric Goodbranson had a extremely patient goal really opening up the goalie and I got to give Goodbranson a lot of credit and I have to give Getzloff credit because Getzloff was going towards the left side of the ice and as he was streaking ahead he saw an open I mean wide open Eric Goodbranson Getzloff had about two to three defenders draped on him for some reason and Getzloff just found the pass to his right and this and this was excellent excellent vision by Ryan Getzloff on that play got it right to Goodbranson and Goodbranson just waited, waited, had a nice little drag, and he eventually finally opened up the goalie, who uh, yesterday was James Reamer. And Reamer opened up just enough for Eric Goodbranson to put it through that little sliver hole, and that made it a 1-1 game, and it would remain that way all the way until overtime, where the former San Diego goal, Sam Steele, would get the overtime game-winning goal for your Anaheim Ducks. And that's the final 2-1. to one. And guess what? That means Anaheim has a two-game winning streak going into the All-Star break. They're not in last place anymore. Uh, the goal was Sam Steele's fourth of the year. And the assist went to Jakob Silverberg, who's now back, and Hampus Lindholm. However, Jakob Silverberg will not be at the All-Star game as he and his family are expecting a child sometime in the next couple of weeks. So he's going to be there for his wife. That's great. I respect that. The only downside to that is I have really nothing to cover about the National Hockey League All-Star game because the Ducks have zero players playing. 
the only team in the NHL that doesn't have an all-star playing in that game on Saturday. It's a week from tonight, the NHL all-star game. Will I watch? Of course, I'm still going to watch. But I think I'll be more busy just with all the American Hockey League stuff going on here in Southern California. And as I alluded to yesterday, you know, I was at Toyota Arena for the previous podcast. That won't be the last time there will be a podcast from Toyota Arena. Hmm, hint, hint. Coming up on the intermission, we're going to talk about the American Hockey League All-Star Game. We're going to talk about jerseys. And we'll have a preview of the upcoming week of shows. And since this is a special bonus edition on Saturday, I'm kind of making up for the fact that we only had four shows during the week. So I want to continue and have five shows a week. So to make up for having no electricity on Thursday and the goals podcast delayed to Friday, I'm going to add this bonus one covering pretty much what just happened. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked on Ducks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk about the American Hockey League All-Star Game. I know I talked about this already briefly, and that will take place next weekend here in Southern California. In fact, I'll be present for that game. That takes place at Toyota Arena Sunday and Monday. On Sunday, the skills competition will take place, and that will be starting at 5 o'clock Pacific Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, and that will be on NHL Network. And then next Monday, that is Monday, January 27th, the American Hockey League All-Star Classic will be at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, also on NHL Network. And you can see the future stars of the NHL today. So I want to talk about something that kind of bothered me a little bit as far as other All-Star games go, and that's talking about jerseys. Now, I know that the NHL jerseys, they came out recently, and they've been largely panned. The American Hockey League, they have not revealed their jerseys yet. Surely they're going to have four different jerseys for each division instead of just one black and one white and have them switch off. It doesn't work that way in the American Hockey League. What they're going to do is have four different jerseys for the four different divisions. And what I think they should do, they haven't been revealed yet. I'm sure these are already being made. But what they really should do is have the four different colors representing the Ontario Reign, the present and the past. The Ontario Reign's current colors are simply black and white. So there should be a black jersey and a white jersey. Their former colors, back when they were in the ECHL, was blue and orange. So in addition to having a black and white jersey, they should have a blue jersey and an orange jersey which is a fantastic nod to the Ontario Reign of the past when they were in the ECHL back when they made the switchover back in 2015. So I think that would be an incredible gesture. I think fans would appreciate it. And speaking of jerseys, there's the skills competition going on on the Sunday. Typically for the American Hockey League, teams are allowed to wear their own jersey, their own home jersey for the skills contest. I get that. Usually the home team has the colorful jerseys and the away team has the white jerseys. So for the Eastern Conference, there isn't going to be much there as far as alternate jerseys. 
I know the Hershey Bears had a cream-colored jersey back in the day. I don't think they have that now. But as far as the Western Conference goes, there is a lot of options for different jerseys to be worn. And I'll go through some of them. I know San Antonio has a gray third jersey. That one's pretty slick. They should probably wear that one. Uh, Grand Rapids, they have, you know, their white with the crest on it. I like Grand Rapids dark jersey. Go with that one. As far as the Chicago Wolves, they have a black third jersey with a little bit of neon going on there. Those are slick. So I'm saying many teams have options. The Chicago Wolves maroon jersey is classic, and I love that one. But think about the third jersey. Iowa, they have a wheat-colored third jersey, which I think goes as their home whites type home jersey for a third. So maybe that won't work. But as far as the Pacific Division goes, there are some great options that frankly should be worn. San Jose has an orange third jersey that is not my favorite, so maybe don't go with that one. But Bakersfield has an orange oil drop third jersey that I think would look fantastic on the ice. Uh, Colorado, they have an Avs colors third jersey. That is one of the best third jerseys in the entire Western Conference. Stockton, they have a 15th anniversary dark gray third jersey. But you know where I'm going with this, guys. I think most of you know where I'm going with this. There's one team I've left out, and that is the Western Conference leading Tucson Roadrunners with not just the best third jersey, but the best jersey in all of American League. And I'm talking about the Kachina jerseys. Yes, the Tucson Roadrunners took after their NHL counterparts, and they have a Kachina third jersey that they wear every so often. And they wear them enough that it's an official third jersey. It's not one of those one-off jerseys that's worn for one game. Like the Springfield Thunderbirds are going to have their Simpsons-inspired jersey. They're only wearing that for one or two games. You know, the San Diego Goals, they had their 80s jersey recently. That's only for one game. I'm talking about teams that have specific third jerseys for this purpose. And the Kachina third jersey... I think needs to make an appearance at the AHL skills competition. So if you're listening to Son, make this happen. We want to see those Kachinas out here in Ontario. We want to see the Kachina third jersey for the skills competition. I think that would be fantastic. I think fans would absolutely love it. A lot of fans already fell in love with it when it went semi-viral. So we want to see that happen. And once again, the AHL Classic takes place next weekend, just after the NHL All-Star Weekend. Uh, For the NHL, the skills is Friday and the game is Saturday. And for the AHL, the skills is Sunday and the game is on Monday. So you have some kind of All-Star hockey action from Friday to Monday. I think that works out perfectly. And I want to close out by previewing next week's upcoming shows. Yes, I know there's not going to be much to talk about as far as NHL All-Stars because Once again, Jakob Silverberg is elected not to play. He's going to be with his wife. So the Ducks will not have any All-Star representation. So there will not be much talk about NHL All-Star games. But that doesn't mean we still can't talk about the goals. In fact, the Thursday show is still going to be a Locked on Goals episode. Monday, we're going to talk about something that I know Ducks fans don't want me to really admit. But the Ducks probably likely are not going to make the playoffs. So you have to begin to look ahead. And we'll have a special, I guess, 
draft edition. I don't want to call it that, but we'll have a show talking about possible draft picks that the Ducks are looking at. Maybe some possible trade options. All of that will take place on Monday's show. And maybe have a brief look around the league too. But we're going to talk mostly about, you know, the prospects, the draft picks. You know, people that are hopefully going to be coming up with the Ducks pretty soon. For Tuesday's show, I had a special interview with S. Preston, the minimalist artist who will be appearing at the NHL All-Star Weekend. And his gallery is in Anaheim here in Southern California, only a couple miles away from the Ponda. So there's a special interview with S. Preston coming next Tuesday. And hopefully next Wednesday will be our latest edition of Locked on Hockey Jeopardy. Yeah, we're going to play Hockey Jeopardy once again with three of your favorite Locked on NHL hosts. Hopefully that takes place on Wednesday. And next Friday, hopefully this will happen, we'll have the first of our crossover episodes. I will leave that as a bit of a surprise. But there will be some crossover episodes, and in fact, we might have an episode or two over next weekend as the stars of the American Hockey League descend upon Southern California to take place in the AHL Classic. So there's going to be a lot of fantastic shows coming up next week, despite the fact that there is no Ducks hockey going on. So stay locked in for that. Meanwhile, you can listen to this or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Be sure to subscribe and follow on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. So be sure to check that out. Once again, I sincerely want to thank everybody for listening. Oh, and let's have some mailbag questions. I'll be tossing out a tweet every day for the next few days. Maybe we'll do a partial mailbag on Friday's show as well. So I'll keep asking you for your questions every day. And hopefully we can get at least one, two, three or more questions to talk about on Friday. And as I said, I alluded to this, something special coming up afterwards. So stay locked in for that. And don't forget, there is a San Diego Goals game on Tuesday. Yeah, the Goals are playing the Tucson Roadrunners. On Tuesday, January 21st, that is their final game before their All-Star break. So be sure to check that out as well. That's at San Diego Apachanga Arena. The Ducks are off all of next week, so enjoy the break. For Locked on Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a fantastic rest of the weekend. I'll see you next week and stay cool, Anaheim. (laughs) 